the light at the end of the tunnel. The is my way through. Now all I gotta do is pay attention and be intentional. Yeah, yeah. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for coming back for the third episode. Now, if you think I'm too excited, you need to go listen to the first episode, the second episode. You need to catch up, people, okay? So you understand the reason behind my excitement. Because it's either I am high on happiness and joy, than go the other way around, okay? Now, let me introduce myself again for those that are joining us for the first time. My name is Mayowa Oinloye. And some know me as MJ Praise. I'm a gospel artist and I'm a first-time podcaster. So don't judge me, people. This is the third episode of My Way Through, or in full, how I sang My Way Through Abuse, where I'll be sharing with you lots of things I've had to overcome. Some demons I'm still fighting, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> but you know what? There is always a way through it all we have to do is just dig deep and look for the best way through things okay we've all been created for a purpose all we need to do is find how to realize this purpose okay now today's episode i've amply titled me and my low self-esteem some people find that difficult to believe those that know me they're like hmm are you sure, my mother, you have a low self-esteem? Yes, I used to have a low self-esteem. And to be quite honest with you, sometimes my low self-esteem plays up once in a while, okay? It does still play up. But I'll just tell you how it is I was able to overcome. Or I am how I am able to overcome some of this low self-esteem. I mean, it's not an easy feat, okay? It's not an easy feat at all. Now, some people mistake me to be an extrovert. But those that know me properly know I am an introvert. Even with my immediate family, with my husband and children, when I'm at home with them, I, I'm like under my duvet. I just don't want to. I just don't want to hear nothing. I don't want to. I don't want to hear nothing about the world or anything. I just want to be a hermit. I think I've said that before in the previous episode. I just want to be left alone. But because I'm a gospel artist, and you know, I do all those things very energetic, very vivacious, very out there, very hypey, flamboyant. People think that is what I am 24-7 of my life. <laughs> they get that so wrong about me. They think, oh yeah. So as soon as anybody see me, you know, lose a bit of um, gas or, no, not gas, not gas, air. <laughs> when they see me, they're like, oh, my, oh, are you sure you're okay? I'm like, yeah, this is the real me. I just want to be yeah i just want to take things and i want to enjoy things i want to yeah but that is why i said that sometimes god has deposited lots of things within us so that we don't stay too much in our comfortable space because to be honest with you if i am left by myself just to be by myself my mind wanders a lot and it wanders to a point of depression it wanders to a point of where i question lots of things okay so sometimes when, and I know that sometimes depression can be due to some chemical imbalances. I don't know the, you know, signs behind all that. But talking from experience, the kind of depression I've gone through, even then I didn't know if it was even depression. I just said it was there, yeah, it was like normal to me. It's because I sort of isolated myself 
from everything else, from everybody else. And I just wanted to be by myself. But then my thoughts would wander. And as soon as it wandered, I would start thinking of lots of terrible, terrible, terrible things. Okay. I mean, because I sing when I'm singing, I sing with so much power. I sing with so much joy. I sing with so much energy. And that is just, it gives me so much freedom. I love it when I'm in that space. I enjoy it. And sometimes my going into that that space of being isolated is because of my low self-esteem. Because I'm like, if I'm in the midst of lots of people, what do I say? How do I say it? Will they judge me? Am I up to par with these people? Am I intellectual enough? Do I have enough words to express myself? Do I have enough experience to express myself? I find myself in that kind of space. So I feel so much pressure doing that. And this, I think, well, I, I don't think, I know stems from the experience it is I went through, you know, as a child that was abused. To be honest with you, because I failed classes I repeated classes back home in Nigeria incessantly. I was just failing classes like anything. I repeated classes. I knew deep down that I was not uh, a dullard. In Nigeria, we call you mumu. It made it that you are a dullard and things like that. But I was never at the top of the class. I was always at the bottom of the class and I was always repeating classrooms, um, classes. But nobody thought to know what was going on. Nobody thought to ask that, what, what, what is going on with this girl? Up today, down tomorrow. All they focused on was, oh, she's not doing good and she had to repeat classes. I couldn't confide in anybody. All I had was me and God in my corner. I had nobody to talk to. And I, you know, I, <laughs> and please, when, when I say nobody and you're like, oh, but you had your parents and family. Yes, but unfortunately in my African community, Talking about issues of abuse is like a taboo. And that's why I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to break that stigma that it is not the victims or the survivors fault that they've gone through abuse. And that is what it's always, you know, they're like, ah, don't talk about this. If you talk about it, you're going to break the family. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. You know, they never ever put the survivor into consideration. They never asked that, who did this? How did it happen? What did we overlook? What happened? No. And I say this from experience. And I'll share that with you in a, a separate podcast. Okay. That's another another thing, you know, how to, you know, how to talk about um, the abuse it is you've gone through. And remember, remember I said that you don't own the abuse you've gone through. You don't call it my abuse. You call it the abuse. And I'm not saying that you're not acknowledging that it happened to you. It happened to you. But don't own it. Because by the time you own it, you are blaming yourself all over again. You are blaming yourself all over again. Now, one of the attributes of my low self-esteem back then <laughs> was that I always walked with a slouch. A terrible slouch. I couldn't look in people's faces when I was talking to them. I would always walk with it. It was so terrible one day that my, my mom's friend was like, ah, why when you're talking to people, why don't you even look up and look at them and just talk to them and engage with them? But I didn't have that kind of um, self-esteem then. But do you know what? If memory serves me right, I also remember that I, I was always put at the forefront to do like emceeing and things like that, even as a child. <laughs> and um, 
when I say MC, not like in, in an adult setting, but maybe probably too. And I think it was because of my accent, which mm, I'm sure it's not it's not that good compared to the UK accent now. But back then in Nigeria, I usually, you know, my, my English was good, not great, but it was good. Don't get me, it was good, but it wasn't great. But I still, you know, I, I was still able to, to connect. But I think it was like a persona that I actually put on. That okay yeah because i love i love acting and I, I like drama um yeah i love playlets and things like that you know and uh, i think it's a kind of persona that i could actually put on it's like oh yeah you're welcome and things like that and just make people feel good and i think that is one of the things god has invested in me to be able to do that and yeah so i didn't have that kind of high self-esteem a great self um um to be able to relate to people or relate with them my self-esteem was extremely low and i was easy peeking for bullies i mean i was picked on incessantly too in school i mean i i, I but it got to a point one day and i know it's not the best thing i won't obviously if i see that or hear that my children ever did anything like that oh my god they will see <laughs> so there was a day in secondary school this guy was always speaking on me i would not talk out and i was so skinny oh my god i was skinny i mean if if the, the wind should blow too much it's gonna blow me away so this guy will always speak on me he was taller than me bulkier than me and all that and yeah but it got to a point that he now put his hands on me how dare you put your hands on me that was it for me and all the years of pent-up anger and everything i didn't know when i put this boy's head in a headlock under my armpit and i squeezed it hard and started knocking him on the head and people were trying to pry him away from me they were really surprised that oh my god where did he get this strength from and you know what from then on nobody messed with me nobody i still had my low self-esteem but i was able to stand up for myself it wasn't the right way but he put his hands on me and i had to let him know that that was not acceptable and i sort of i think i sort of envisioned that it was all the perpetrators that had done these terrible things to me and i just unleashed on him which wasn't the best way don't get me wrong i'm not i'm not in any way encouraging violence please I'm just trying to relate to you, you know, what it is, how it is I was able to, you know, um, stand up for myself then. Just, I couldn't look in people's eyes. I was bullied incessantly. I couldn't speak up. Not at all. Now, um, this next one that, that I'm going to share with you, it's quite, you know, embarrassing, but I'm not ashamed of, of it, to be quite honest with you. So, I used to wet the bed till my teenage years and even defecate. That's called poo. For those that don't know what that is you know and unfortunately i was also judged by that i was picked on for that i will wet the bed out of fear out of you know things like that but nobody picked up on it they got to that yeah it's typical mayowa well of course she wet the bed of course she put in bed yeah we're used to that but i knew what it is i was dealing with I knew what it is I was dealing with. Now, you have to be able to unlock 
your inner lion and lionesses do you understand because lots of things have happened in your life to derail you from achieving your potential lots of things will happen to make you feel ashamed to make you feel inept to make you feel inadequate but you have to be intentional consistent and diligent in saying i won't let what it is i've gone through affect me and just like i always say i know that situation differ i'm not um, oblivious to that i know that our lives our backgrounds are different but why don't you give it a go try it i was in that dark place i couldn't take it no more because i had nobody to talk to i had i didn't know nothing else i just wanted to sleep and not wake up anymore even as a 12 year old girl i didn't know that 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 meant i was gonna die i didn't know that that you know (laughs) the end result of that was death so i took an overdose of painkillers because i got said i want to sleep and not wake up anymore it didn't you know um it didn't uh it did reflect on me that that means you're gonna die Mayowa, as a 12 year old girl and i remember that as a 12 year old girl standing in my daddy's um in my daddy's room um sitting room i i, I remember there standing with my uniform with uh, my hand filled with different pills and i took it i don't know how it is i lived through that i don't know what happened but i know i am here talking to you nobody knew about it at all nobody knew about it at all i don't know maybe i probably i slept throughout like i intended to or i was drowsy after that i don't i can't tell you what happened after that because i know yeah i'm still here obviously but that was my intention i just wanted to sleep and don't wake up anymore so growing up becoming an adult realizing that wow even before i became an adult realizing that i have all these potentials deposited within me and i was like god how am i even able to show all those things how am i able to impact my world with everything it is you've deposited within me i can't do it my low self-esteem is off this roof off the chart i can't even do it so i told god i said god if you want me to achieve all this I don't want to be relevant, trust me, but I need to be relevant. You need to make me relevant. I'm not seeking for fame and fortune, but dear God, if it comes, I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to hold it tight, but not too tight that it's going to derail me from being the person that I'm meant to be. I said, God, you have to show me how to do it. You have to let me go through the school of life. You have to let me do. You have to teach me how to do it. So when he gave this vision for me to do the outdoor concert. You know to share my experiences of going through abuse. It was like a massive massive stretch. From telling my husband when I was 17 years old. To telling my vika some i think 15 years later 15 years later to now sharing it in the presence of hundreds of people 
ah oh, come on god come on don't do this to me i was like there is no way i can do this but i did it obviously because i'm here and we're doing the 10th edition of that concert this year because i've lived through it and do you know what i remember when i started talking about it i was like a blubbery mess i will always cry through it oh god because it was release for me release for me and that is why i tell survivors that you can't keep it to yourself because you might think that oh yeah it's better you don't talk about it if you don't talk about it nobody will know about it then it's better for you trust me that is the worst thing you can do for yourself or you might be scared that if you talk about it then it will spoil or it will mess up the family dynamics and you know it will mess which was in my own case that oh god if i talk about it oh the perpetrators that means i'm going to break up the family oh god god fear of this fear of that fear of the community fear of being alienated by your family that oh you've said you've talked about it fear of your in-laws that if they hear about it and things like that but do you know what that is killing yourself that is restricting yourself now i'm not saying that be as crazy as me and go on a podcast and talk about it or take a microphone and project it you know through the speakers no talk to somebody it might be a professional talk to somebody about it it might be your husband and i say this because lots of families have broken up because the partner the partner of um the partners have gone through something like this and the other partner did not know about it and they were not able to understand you know the behavior of the other partner because they've gone through the abuse imagine in my own case if i had not told my husband about the abuse it is i went through and when we had our daughter and i was taking my daughter away from the father he would have taken offense to it but he understood he understood that okay at her own time her own pace she would you know let go let go it wasn't easy and you know i think sometimes actually he was happy with it you know for me taking care of the child <laughs> so it won't be strapped with the responsibility but do you know what on a more serious note he just he understood he knew and i'm not saying that we didn't have our own ups and downs too oh he was still a lad my husband was still a lad and it was still a tool if i can use that word <laughs> sorry to use that if that if that's not acceptable um, ethically but yes it was it was it, it was a difficult season in our in our life and i told god i said god if you need me to use this story to impact my world then you need to equip me i need to be relevant i need to be fluent i need to be resourceful you need to show me the way and i'm still learning i'm not there yet at all but i've been able to see opportunities i've been able to build myself up some things i can't afford i've had to learn how to do them in order to achieve some of the things i'm doing now one of the instances i would say is being able to create flyers and promotional videos for the things i do for the past eight years or more everything that has to do with promotional things be it flyers or materials and things like that 
or jingles and things i've been doing the voiceovers i do everything myself from designing to editing to video coverages i've done everything myself it might not be to a professional standard but you know what it is better for me to do that than for me to do nothing because if I had stayed or if I've, I'm waiting to have enough um, resource to achieve my potential, I wouldn't have moved a step from when it is I had that vision. But I've learned lots of skills, lots of things. And that's why I said that don't over package things. That is another topic for another day. I don't want to delve into that today. Okay. Don't don't oversell yourself don't over package yourself and say that oh yeah or try to attain or reach for the best you do your best don't strive for the best because the best is you know it's it's um it's it's subjective mm. the best can only be defined by somebody's individual stand my definition of the best is different from your your definition of the best you work hard on achieving your own best and you be sure that it is the best of your best okay also don't be oblivious to your um inadequacies don't be ashamed to let people know what it is you can't and you can't you can and you can't do don't be ashamed and when i say that i say that also from experience and i think i i touched on that at the previous episode because if people to some extent if people see how vulnerable it is you are it's sort of endearing i think at times that oh she's come forth on a on ashamedly to say that oh i can't do this and i need help and people i think the right people will rise up to help you to support you you know to say that okay it's absolutely fine we will be there for you we will help you we'll support you on but unfortunately you are opening yourself up to for criticism you're opening yourself up um, for people to take advantage of you so you have to be really aware <laughs> of that that's that's one of the cons for that that's one of the disadvantages for that okay and one of um, the low self-esteem I also went through is when i came to the uk and being in a in the midst of predominantly white people it was quite a daunting task that where do i start from how do i do it and i would just let people walk all over me and do all that because it, you know but now with a bit of hard work with a bit of experience with, with a bit of intentionality i'm learning how to stand up for myself which can be quite difficult especially when you're in a place of you know you're trying to preach love acceptance and things like that but unfortunately and you're trying to preach humility but unfortunately people, people take advantage of that they want to say that oh yeah let's let's see how it goes but then as soon as you speak up for yourself they see it as you going contrary to what it is you're preaching so you have to be yeah you have to be able to discern when to fight your battles some battles you walk away from you're like is it that's why i tell my children is it worth you um standing back and 
picking a fight with somebody that just graced upon you on the high street somebody you don't know from adam somebody you know that you might not see again in your life is it worth you standing back and bantering words with them or you know engaging in any kind of argument with them is it worth it no so you pick your battles thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you so much for staying till the till the end of this podcast and i'm looking forward to the next episode where i'll be answering some of your questions if there's anything it is you'd like me to talk about or any questions it is you'd um, like for me to ask i'm happy to do that and i'll also love your feedback feedbacks on how to you know improve myself thank you all for all the feedbacks i'm really really loving it but what i won't do is change who i am or, or or change the tone or the excitement in my voice okay i wouldn't do that because it's just so sweet i love the moment i'm loving it thank you so much for joining me this moment i really do appreciate it and if you'd like to support me in any way please let me know um it would be most appreciated because i'm using money to run all those things um online it would be most appreciated thank you so much and i'll see you at the next episode if you want to give a shout out to somebody that's another way you can support i will do that for you but you'll have to give something towards this um towards this initiative or if you'd like to advertise your business please get in touch with me too that will help tons god bless you so much and i'll see you next time in two weeks time to be precise god bless you and have a wonderful and fulfilled life gotta do is pay attention and be intentional yeah, yeah.